Hello there. Welcome to my login before believing. Where if beers were $15, I am drinking LaCroix. <laughs> I'm Patrick Mathers. And across the table from me is Brian. Dude, you just sounded like like a like punk singer. I was. No, I, I was am. like amazing. I'm Joe Knuckles. Dude, you sounded great. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was. You kind of sounded was, like the Ramones. Oh, Jello Biafra is who I was thinking of, honestly, from the Dig Kennedys. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Nice. Yeah. Holiday in Cambodia. Do you remember that song? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> $15 beers. So, so you, yeah, tell your story because I just about will <clears throat> well, tell your story. <laughs> so we did a work event yesterday. They rented out the Golden One Center in Sacramento for like a work event. That's where some people play basketball. Yeah, the Sacramento Kings. It's supposed to be like the highest tech arena in all of sports right now. No. Yeah. Levi Stadium is super high tech, I thought. Uh, I don't Golden know. One is newer. Okay. I don't know. Dude, it's I'm- crazy. When they were there, they have these robots that oh yeah <laughs> yeah they have these robots Whoa. that just kind of go around the the grounds and they have cameras on them and they are like scanning people to see if anybody on like the terrorist lists are on there it's crazy what yes what yes and then you got scanned by a robot no i didn't when i was there but i wonder you of, don't know that apparently you're right i probably <laughs> don't know that so you got scanned so the event you was feel cool. Violated. Like I sat in a lot of sessions and listened to people talk about, you know, work stuff a lot. But then we had like a three hour lunch break. And so we go and all of the food, it was all the normal concession places, oh. but it was just paid for. Wow. And I waited in a really long line and I was flatlining. I thought I was going to actually starve to death waiting <laughs> in this line. But uh, after that, they gave you a gold coin in the backpack that they gave you at the door, mm-hmm. and you went downstairs to like underneath the arena, and they had this little like casino set up, and you were playing like blackjack and roulette and poker and wow. all this stuff at all these tables. And for every like five hundred chips you had, they'd give you a ticket, and then you put that in for like different raffles and stuff. That sounds like a lot of work. It was fun. Okay. It was pretty awesome. Okay. And there's like dance parties going around. Like, dude. See, okay. I wouldn't have been at the casino. I would have been at the dance party. Well, they were in the same room. Okay. Well, I would have given you my gold coin and said, hey, if you win something, let me have a drink. I did both. Okay. I did both. No, it was wild. It was 2.30 in the afternoon. I look over. I'm in like this casino-like place. People are absolutely losing their mind on the dance floor. Yeah. And I realize we're on a lunch break right now. Right, right. On oh, a you, Tuesday. You had that on your Instagram. Yes. Oh, see, I love that. I would, that's where I would have been just like, doom, 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 doom. I would have been loving it. But anything. Anyway, any, everything was free until like after the event. So like dinner time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, it must have been like part of the contract with the arena. Like, okay, if you're gonna do it here, that's great. But like, you have to buy this much food. We have to sell this much food. If oh, I'm sure they up, sold that yeah. much food at lunchtime. But yeah. anyway, but yeah, we're gonna like run our concessions like at night or something like that. Sure. But yeah, for a, a right, can, they're making their money. Yeah, right. For Which, a, fair enough. For a yeah. can, for a can of beer, it was fifteen dollars. Which is why I started the show all punk rock and rebellious because yeah. that is absurd. And if beers were $15, I would have been camped out at the water spigot. Somebody bought me one, and somebody gave me whatever was left over of one. 
Dude, look, I, 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 I love myself a good beer, but there's, there's very few beers I'm paying $15 for. It's got to be the most amazing rare thing, you know? Yeah. It yeah. was not. Awful. It was not. It was fine. Dude, I'm excited about this question. This is a question that has been on our list for a long time. Like day one, right? Wasn't this at the very beginning one of the ones? <clears throat> no, not quite, but it, it's a long been time. months. It's been months. Yeah. So the question is, what are three secular songs that make you think of spirituality? Or something like I don't have the question in front of me for once in my Should life. Should we apologize to the questioner? My that dad has taken this long. Is this your dad? It's my dad. Sorry, Dan. Apologize to my dad. Sorry, Dan. Hold on, let me see here. I do. I, I love your dad. I'm sorry. And I apologize to you too, Brian. I interrupt you too much. No, you're great. No. What are two or three songs that are secular but make you think of God or spirituality and why? Okay. I love this question. Do you want a Rochambeau for who goes first, or do you just want to go? Well, I would be fine with just going, but I'm never going to turn down Rochambeau. All right, ready? Ah, you go, you I get go, to go first. first. I had scissors. He had rock. Thank, I was about to explain because, yeah, I listened to a podcast where they like do the Rochambeau thing, and they don't explain who's winning or why or how. <laughs> drives me crazy. Yeah, they suck. All right. We're better so, podcasters than them. Absolutely. So I have three. You have three? Yeah, I got them right in front of me. All right, great. I actually printed out the lyrics. So I'm going to go the other way. What? And be... Do a Christian song with <laughs> secular lyrics? Do a Christian song Christian that makes me think about lyrics? everything but God. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, that should be an episode because I could come up with some. Dude, I got three right now. <laughs> yeah, they probably right? all come from Bethel. <laughs> How about In the Secret? Uh, in the secret... In the quiet place. I want to see you. I want to know you. Um, I want to see your face. Yeah, that's weird, dude. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) There's a river flowing and a fire burning and stuff's happening in my gut. I was going to say that sounds (laughs) uncomfortable. Dude, that's totally a Christian song. So my... (laughs) (laughs) I heard like seven of them on my way over on Caleb. Oh, my gosh. So my first one... (laughs) Is a song. Oh, I know that it. Doesn't make me think of God or spirituality, but it makes everyone else think of God and spirituality. And like, it's not, it's not a good song. Oh, what okay, is, then I don't know it. Okay, so mine is "Hallelujah" oh! by Leonard Cohen. Okay, yeah, this is not where I thought you were going. Yeah, so I've heard like Christian artists like cover this song before, and I'm just like, dude, dude. When, dude, when I was no. doing that church thing, one of the churches they sang this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's about a chick or something. I don't know. So Sorry, he on. talks about David a lot in it, but then like you get to uh, like David who like David Allen Coe, like David and Goliath, David, oh, okay. King David, right. man after God's own heart, David. And so, and I mean, the chorus is just the word hallelujah over and over again, which means what? And he talks about what faith. Does hallelujah he mean talks so? about God. Hallelujah. Do I know what hallelujah literally means? It I means praise the Lord. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's literally praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, there you go. I learned something today. Yeah. Holla, praise, Ja. Hallelujah. Ja. Oh. Yeah. oh. Praise Sweet. the Lord. So, you know, I, I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. Sure. Like, it makes you think of there are God. There no secret chords. <laughs> um, so, but then it gets, it goes a little bit south. Well, your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. 
Her beauty and the moonlight overthrew ya. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah. So talks about tying her to a kitchen chair and she broke your throne and she cut your hair and from your lips she drew the hallelujah. Guys, that is sexual. Yeah. Super sexual. Yeah. And, and there's like Christian artists who are like singing this. I'm okay. like, guys. Now I want to qualify something. Yeah. When I went to that church, they didn't sing that particular verse. I imagine they omitted <laughs> some verses yeah. for sure. That is for sure not one we sang. Well, I didn't sing any of it because I knew what we were doing. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to blaspheme you, Lord. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If, if you, Does it get more sexual than that even? Uh, I would say that's probably the verse that's most cringeworthy. Wow. But yeah, it's not a worship song, guys. No. Well, it's, no. It is worship. It's just worshiping lust. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's my first one. worshiping an idol. It, it's not a secular song that makes me think of God. It's one that is the opposite, where commonly, like, that's the song that a lot of people would pick, and they shouldn't. So I thought you were going to do a song that a guy... No, never mind. Remind me at the end in case you're actually going to go there. I don't want to spoil okay. it. Okay. My first song is... This is going to show my age, which is fine. The first one's U2. It's I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Like, I remember, like, Joshua Tree was formative for me. I remember the day it came out. I remember seeing MTV had U2 everywhere. I remember when they were in LA and did the video for this on the roof of that liquor store. Were they big before Joshua Tree? They were big before Joshua Tree. Yeah, Boy and War and In the Name of Love. I just thought Joshua Tree was like the one that put them on the map. No, this was the one that made them superstars. Right. They were already on the map. They were already big. They were already like, I was already listening to them. Uh But when this came out, it was like the... It was huge. It was just huge. It was, it's the closest thing that I am going to have in my life to the Beatles from when I was a kid because they were everywhere. They were ubiquitous with my childhood. You know, everybody was singing and playing their songs. Like I said, they, they would just like show up on a liquor store roof and start playing. And they did, there wasn't just one time for a video. Like they would do that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. And so they were huge. But this one, um, he's singing to God. It, he says, I've climbed the highest mountains, I've run through the fields, only to be with you. And the you through the rest of the song is either God or Jesus. Um, Bono's professed Christ and professed faith in Christ. Some things he's done lately, you know, yeah, they're problematic. I'm not going to sure. he's not a Christian or anything like that. Right. But, but, but this is for sure a song about the Lord. And I don't think most people knew it. When this came out, I think that people just thought it was a love song. Like, I've fell into this woman's arms, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But here he's basically saying, here's what a man's life is. Climbing highest mountains, running through the fields, crawled, scaled city walls, but I haven't found what I'm looking for. I've kissed honey lips. I've felt healing in fingertips. I've burned like fire. I've spoke with tongues of angels. I've held the hand of the devil. It's warm in the night. I was cold as stone, but I haven't found what I'm looking for. You hear it, right? He's like the most extreme. He's gone to all the extremes he possibly could have. And then it ends with this. I believe in the kingdom come. Then all the colors bleed into one. Bleed into, what a great line, right? Yes, I'm still running. 
you broke the bonds, you loosened my chains, you carried the cross of my shame, of my shame, you know I believe it, right? So the whole point of the song is, I have, go- I have done all the works I could possibly do, but I haven't found what I'm looking for, and what I was looking for is only to be found in you, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love it. Get kind of chills singing that. So big song from my childhood and from, well, not childhood, but my teenage years too, and, and um, secular song. Mm-hmm. Makes me think right about the Lord, because that's what it's about. So <clears throat> you, that one makes me want to not go into depth about what my third choice was going to be. I'm like, you just, that just made me like redo everything in my mind. Really? Yeah. I'm going to oh, end wow. up giving four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because what my last. You want la- me to nix one? No, I no, got no, one not I at all. Not at all. Not at all. This won't take long. Because right. I was going to do a U2 song for my last one. Okay. But I want to throw it in there now. Yeah. Because I don't. Yeah. yeah, do it. Do it. So mine was going to be where the streets have no name. Oh, Love that. that same Joshua Tree. Yeah. Love it. Same, yeah. yeah. Dude, and it ha- it's not so much the lyrics, but like obviously the uh, the chorus, where the streets have no name, where the streets have no name. And dude, the way the edge plays guitar and the way that whole thing is, it's like so euphoric. And when I think about where the streets have no name, how do you not think about heaven? Oh, wow. Like the whole thing. <clears throat> Have you seen that video? I, They're in Vegas. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> And people are like throwing money at them and running up and taking pictures with them. I, I wonder if that's like just just messing with people. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm in. So I don't know. You blew my mind right now. When, when I yeah. hear where the streets have no name and I hear heaven. that guitar, it's always made me like I just start thinking about heavenly things. Dude, I'm gonna listen to Joshua Tree on my way home. Right. But when you're talking about haven't found what I'm looking for yet, it made me think of a different song. And when I've heard like I the same like spirit, I I think of. John Mayer's Something's Missing song. So oh, I don't know this one at all. So the chorus is something's missing and I don't know how to fix it. Something's missing and I don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. And at the end, he goes through and he goes, friends, check. Money, check. Well slept, check. Opposite sex, check. Guitar, m- check. Microphone, check. Messages waiting on me when I get home, check. So basically it's like I have... Oh, and he says, how come everything I think I need always comes with batteries? What do you think it means? And so he's just talking about how, like, empty and hollow all the stuff that he, like, was chasing after. Like, he thinks he he has everything he thought he needed, and he's just completely unfulfilled by it. And you and I know why, but... So I open the door. (laughs) He's a loser, baby. (laughs) So why don't you kill him? Beck. Dude, I love Beck. Yeah. Love Beck. But that's not one of my songs. Sorry. No. So I kind of just did two, and I did them quickly. That's great. I did one. another one, yeah. Beck, but <laughs> that doesn't count. Okay, so my second one is Beastie Boys. It's alive. I love this song. This is I, my favorite Beastie Boys song is Shadrach, but <laughs> this is it. in my top five for sure. But one of the things about this song is... It, it makes me sad because of, um, well, it just makes it, anyways, it makes me sad because of the kind of despair that's in this song a little bit. It, and let me read you just a few lyrics. It says, so fed up with racism today, time to speak up and to not turn away. 
try to keep clear of the hate and the spite, so I keep my mind on the still of the night. Who in the world do you want to fight? It's against the system that we should unite. Homophobics ain't all right. Now you can shuffle number. Now you can shuffle numbers, but facts is facts. So many billionaires will so many lack. So before the poor decide to react, come on, party people, and share up your stacks. I'd like to say have I'd like to have a say on the income tax. I don't want to help build bombs and that stuff. Facts. No money <laughs> for health care. So what's the catch, man? Man, you got the lock with the keys to the latch. So. Um, and of course it makes me think when Adam died, you know, that was sad. He was a Buddhist guy. But when I read these particular lyrics here, it makes me sad because there's a lot of truth in what those lyrics that I just read. However, there is no foundation to support those lyrics. There is no moral basis. All of the foundation that you could possibly have for standing up to racism, for standing up against you know, uh, bigotry, homophobic bigotry. Um, he says he's staring at the sky in the middle of the night. Who do you want to fight? Um, billionaires lacking. There's greed in this world. We don't want to be building bombs. There's no moral foundation for that unless you borrow it from Christianity. Right. Unless you borrow it from God. Otherwise, you, have a, you don't have a moral foundation for saying why this thing is good. Why should we be okay with this other than just tugging on heartstrings? And even when you do that, you're tugging on the heartstring that is the image of God within a person's heart. So when I hear this song, which I love, I love this song, it makes me, number one, as a secular song, think about the Lord because I realize I have a moral foundation that I can come to this song and sing these lyrics and not from a point of view that has to borrow from another worldview but I can actually sing them from my own worldview. Yes. I No, I think that's like a really awesome segue into what my last song is. Oh, are we there already? Well, you had two. Did I start? No, I thought you had four. You're going to finish us out. I, I did I did two on the last oh, one. Oh, you did. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, so, but in it, yeah, it, it's a good segue. So mine <laughs> is Chop Suey. <laughs> I like your little giggle. By System of a Down. Oh! <laughs> yeah. You know where I'm going with I, this? I don't know where you're going, but I know this song. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I. That must be the last thing that anybody was expecting to hear was a system of a down song. Dude, I remember when this song came out, like it was unlike anything yeah. anyone had ever well, heard before. That whole band was like that. Yeah. They, they were really, yeah, anyways. Yeah. And dude, they're like, like out there dudes. Like I remember... They, they made, definitely defined that genre. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they made it big, like, right, like, 2000, 2001. Yeah. And I remember they were, like, posting on their blog when 9-11 happened that they thought it was a good thing and America deserved it and, like, all this, like, crazy stuff. Like, yeah, they're, like, not good dudes. <laughs> but, uh, and I think they're Muslim, too. But anyway, which kind of makes those comments make sense. Oh, well, they are? I, I didn't know that. I think so. But Can anyway. You, I didn't know that. So, at the end, like the very end of the song, I have no clue what, I mean, they're in front of me. I could read through them and learn what this song is actually about. But, um, sorry, the, dude. No, it's okay. At the end of the song, he says, um, wait, hold on now. I got to find it right here. So he says, I don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die. And then he goes mm. into 
Father, 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 into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, into your hands, why have you forsaken me? In your eyes forsaken me. In your thoughts forsaken me. In your heart forsaken me. And then he goes into, again, to trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die. And so I hear this, and all I think about is those people who were hurling insults at Jesus on the cross when they're saying, here is this man, king of the Jews. And I remember thinking when I'm studying through some of these passages that a commentator said something about how these people, as they're trying to insult Jesus, can't do anything but hurl truth at him. And they're saying it sarcastically. They're saying in a way that's meant to degrade and detract from him, but they're still hurling truth at him. And so here you have these guys who are actually quoting Holy Scripture. scripture. And like we could, I'm kind of interested to hear what you think about like them calling it self-righteous suicide. Like when I first hear that, it doesn't sit well with me. But the more I think about like what I just said about how like you're kind of stating truth. Are you saying Christ and his death was self-righteous suicide. Is that what you're you're saying? That I'm asking if we could call it that, and if that's okay. Um, I, you know what? I that's a that's that's an answer that I think I need to think through before I say anything. Yeah, I I don't I don't. It doesn't feel good to say yes. I don't have an off. Uh, well, um, uh, suicide's not a sin. I don't. I don't believe it is. Um, we we see Samson have has killed himself. I would. When well, he's I in heaven, you mean under very specific circumstances? I think. Well, you mean I mean that. it in. It, I, I Well, what could it? How could it possibly be a sin? Well, this just took a turn. I was going to say, but uh, but how how could it be a sin? It's it's the very last thing you do in life, so. It, it, wh- how can you have more condemnation? What I, I guess I guess the my thought is is I is so it's like murder. You're killing you're, you're killing the image of God within yourself, but right. then that's never condemned. We never there's no passage that I can think of where it says that that's wrong, hmm. where it says that that is a sin. Whereas if you take another's life, is really clear in Scripture that that's sin. So Samson killed himself, and he's clearly in heaven. Hebrews chapter 11 tells us that. Um, there's five other people in the Bible who kill themselves, and it doesn't tell us what happened to them, except for Saul. He's probably in hell. Or Judas, pardon me. He's in hell. But it didn't have anything to do with his sin. Well, and It didn't have to do with his suicide, pardon me. Right. It had to do with his being the son of perdition who is damned from the beginning of his right, birth. Right, right. Well, let, well, here, just bring it back <laughs> no, to the no, song. No, 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 this is a good question, yeah. No, I, I know, but bringing it back to the song a little bit. In yeah. Jesus' case, he didn't kill himself. So... Well, you're... Okay, technically... No, you're right. You're right, he didn't. So I, I don't think in the most literal sense it was suicide. Now, did he submit to death? Of course, absolutely he did. Could he have prevented his own death? Of course, he could have. No problem. Um, but in submission to the Father, not my will, but your will be done, he becomes obedient even to death, right? So, right. I, I mean, we're talking about a very unique set of circumstances. 
as it's God himself submitting to death where you and I don't have the ability to prevent our own death the same way that he could have. Um, yeah, but it's an interesting thought. You're, you're right. He didn't kill himself. You're right. And in fact, lots of people will say that it's cosmic child abuse, which is another topic we're about to get to, I think, in a week or two, if I remember our schedule right. Something like that, But yeah. um, But they would say it's cosmic child abuse that God killed Jesus for our sin. But, I, you know, he willingly went and he willingly gave up his own spirit. Man, I don't know. I'm, I got to wrestle with that. That's a great question that I've never pondered before. Because, I mean, obviously... This... I like that. That's the whole point of music uh-huh. and art is to be provocative and to evoke not only emotion, but to make you wrestle with certain things that you're uncomfortable with. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean... So, oh, yeah. All right. I, I like this. I don't think it's the intended stimulus by the author of this song. No? no. You don't think? No. To think about like whether or not what Jesus did well, was a good thing. Then why would he bring it up? I think it's like satire. I think he is like completely... Uh, oh, he's making fun of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a cynic, but... If he's a Muslim, he's not making fun of Jesus. Hmm. They, they revere Jesus. Huh. I don't As know. As a prophet, but... but not as Christ, but as a prophet. Right. Well, like I said, based on other things that I know about the band, like they're, I, I, they're I bad Muslims. Yeah, they're not. They're not people who are I don't know that they are looking not, to see so. Christ glorified. So I stand by what I said. Where it's really cool to be able to see that they can't help but quote Holy Scripture and put it out like this was a huge song. No, I know. Huge. I know song. this song. I know. Yeah. It. I know it. <laughs> yeah, Pastor totally. Pat knows this song. <laughs> and like on the airways, I just hear like, oh, like you say whatever you but, want, but you're saying the truth right now. Yeah. But to be to be fair, I get a lot of times that I'm not like most pastors. Because like I was at, we were at Secret Trail the other night and Haley was there. Haley, if you listen to this, hey, what's up? But she was there and I she asked what I was listening to lately and I said Sublime. And she was like, what? Like, like, just it blew her mind that I was listening to Sublime. But, you know, they're from my neck of the woods. Long Beach, they got a song oh, called Garden right. Grove, you know? That's I mean, right. it's, yeah, I like, I like them. And I, and I like that kind of ska, reggae kind of style, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, anyways. Oh, you got one more song. I got one more song. All right. Do we got a minute? Hit me with it. Okay, dude, it wouldn't be a music episode if Pat didn't mention Stone Roses. Yeah. All right. Favorite band, although I love the Smiths and I love Morrissey. And if I have a fourth song, it was going to be Every Day is Like Sunday by Morrissey. Mm. But I don't have a fourth song. So my third song is I Want to Be Adored by the Stone Roses. This is their first big, big single. It was number one in Europe. I mean, massive number one in Europe. It was really big here. I don't think it hit number one here in America but it was massive here in America and it put them on the map. And it's so simple. It says, I don't have to sell my soul. He's already in me. I don't need to sell my soul. He's already in me. I want to be adored. I want to be adored. And then it just keeps saying the same thing over and over for the entirety of the song. I want to, I want to, I want to be adored. Adore me, adore me. I want to be adored. I want to, I want, and it just goes on and on and on like the entire song. That's all it is. So the reason this makes me think of that, Ian Brown, when he was asked about this song, said it's it's not about him being arrogant, which is, he's super cocky, mm-hmm. which I kind of like because I'm super cocky. <laughs> but, um, 
But two, it, it's, it's somebody asked him, is this you because, you know, you just need to be adored? He's like, no. He's, he said the whole point of this song was that people are willing to do anything, including sell their souls just to be adored by some people. This was written back in the 80s. This has never been more true than today in our social media culture. Oh, yeah. People will sell their very souls if they would just have somebody adore them. That, that, this could be the banner over our entire culture. I want to be adored, mm-hmm. right? Instagram could be called Adoragram. <laughs> nice. Facebook, Adorabook, right? <laughs> I mean, it's all about I want to be adored. And the reason why this is a secular song I see as spiritual is because it just shows us the depth of the depravity that is really within all of us. And if the listener thinks that, you know, somehow I'm saying this from uh, my ivory tower, man, I have all these things and I check them all the time and I'm constantly looking at them. I I realize the fact that, you know, I, I struggle with this very same sin that so many people do. I mean, people talk about suicide are willing to kill themselves over Facebook posts, mm-hmm. over Instagram posts. It's like so insane to me that this is a real thing. But this song here, the Stone Roses, I Want to Be Adored. Man, I had to end with it. That's why I ended with it, because it's so powerful and it so speaks to, I think, our culture today. Yeah. Dude, I have more music questions. Dude, I love... Music, movie, TV show, uh, pop culture questions, especially music. The reason it took so long for us to get to this question is because we wanted to get it right. Which is funny because I came uh, up... I hoed and hummed about it a little too. I, I'm going to be honest. I had to come up with a fourth one, like on the fly. <laughs> Dude, I got like five or six, yeah. honestly. I had I had a hard time... All right, what were your runner-ups? You already said your fourth one. Was um, Every Day's Like Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah, Asleep from the Smiths. Is one, um, cure, it, that song. Um, oh, dude, you put me on the spot. I, I had uh, say what yours are, and it's gonna come to my head. Do you have any runner-ups? No, I just did one on the fly. Like, show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me scream. She said that song. That was one of my runner-ups that I had. I have the lyrics out to that. All right. The one that makes me laugh. She said. Through her arms around my neck. Show me how to do it. I'll <laughs> run away with you. I'll run away with you. I'll run away with you. <laughs> right? That's the, the reason I thought of that. One. Oh, dude, I'm doing a fourth one. Is because the whole of her, his life is caught up in this one person. And I'm willing to just run. Like, I'm willing to abandon everything that I have and leave with you. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I love that, it. That is something we should only feel for the Lord. And that's something that it, it, what happens is when we don't have the Lord, we're going to do anything we can to fill that void. And it's going to be with other people. It's going to be with something else. It might be adoring on Facebook, but it's that kind of thing. Dude, I just sang. That sucks. You sang a lot. I love it. People are going to turn us off. No, you did it softly. It's not going to be. It's not going to be harsh on the ears. Dude, I was punk rock in the beginning. Yeah. Hey, I say I got a question of the day. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. This is so appropriate for what we are talking about right now because it's a music related one. It is. (gasps) What is your solution to getting rid of a song that is stuck in your head? 
Do you want to know why I'm asking this? I do. Because for the last three days, I've had, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Stuck in my head. And then when that wasn't in my head, it was, ah, that other song. Hey, it's out of my head. Great. Because I had Slim Shady in my head. Now that you've been suffering for three days, do you want to know the the true solution? Yes. I I feel like I have a good idea of who told me this. One of my friends from high school. Um, But I don't remember for sure, but I do know it's 100% effective. If you have a song stuck in your head... Because it seems so lonely without me. Is that other without me? Oh, another another Eminem Eminem song. song. Yeah. you and you Mathers. You know why? Here's why. Because I saw one of those stupid on Facebook things 15 years ago, 18 yep. years ago, yep. 35 years ago. Yep. And it was an it was an Eminem thing. It had to have been and, 15 years ago. Well, I don't know what it was, but I'm just saying. You, maybe you, 20 years ago. Maybe. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was real Slim Shady, please stand up. And that's what it was. I and so it was, I was 20 like. 20 years ago. I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't heard that song in a while. And so I put it on Spotify and I played it. And now that stupid song's in my head. Dude, I saw a meme. Yeah, us Mathers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a meme on Instagram and it was just like like the top of his ha- forehead and his hair. But when it was all different colors, it was like, and the caption said, how come we all know who this is just <laughs> by looking at the top of his head? <laughs> And when he was like bleach blonde, like yeah. sure, but the rest of them you could still tell him when it was tell. black. It's the rolls on his head I, when he dude, does I ro- guess. furls his Basically forehead, like yeah. scowling always. Yeah. Okay, so the solution: when you have a song stuck in your head and you need it out, all you have to do is start singing "Dude Looks Like a Lady" by Aerosmith. But then you get that in your head. You don't. I don't know why, but you don't. Damn it! Damn it! Dude, look like a lady. Burn it. Yeah, I do that four or five times, and then it's over. We're done. And that doesn't get stuck in my head. I don't know why it works. I just know that it works. Will the real dude lady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Will the real dude lady please stand up? Dudes, ladies, (laughs) we believe that you belong. And please stand up.